0: So everybody right now, please welcome. Welcome to the Sports Fantasies Podcast, where we break down rankings, projections. Well, hello there. Welcome to the show, everyone. Do you love fantasy sports? And going off the beaten path? Well, then this is a show for you. Oh, yeah. This.
1: Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty.
0: Welcome back to Sports Fantasies with Miller and McCarty, episode 64. Going completely off script tonight. Um, First thing I want to bring up, McCarty, is when I texted you about doing this show about an hour and a half ago, you said that your kids are starting school tomorrow. Yes. Why in the world would they start on a Friday? What a terrible idea.
1: Hey, that's what I said. And it's actually my fourth grader uh, that starts, has a a half day tomorrow. And I've got someone starting kindergarten as well, but that won't be until next week. Like, I don't know. I don't know how they, uh, in in New York, at least back in the day, they used to start it a lot later than uh, the beginning of August. I don't know what they do now.
0: Uh, uh, so in New York it's either the last week of August or right after Labor Day like it was when we were kids.
1: right this is just crazy early it always is down here uh, Of I, course we I, can get out earlier I, but yeah um
0: the thing that blows my mind though is so Canada would likes to start on Thursdays. And a lot of times to do a half a day Thursday and a full day Friday. I just don't get it. Like, why would you start at the end of the week? Like, the last thing a kid wants to do is go to school on a Friday, especially
1: the start <laughs> the year. It's a pretty poor start to a school season. I agree with that. It's a real bummer. Uh, you know, you're already having to to get over that summer is officially over, and and you're having to do it on a Friday. I mean, uh, I'm with you now, uh, parents of the year over here. We actually, they had so they had an open house at the school. We actually thought school started. Uh, a, a week from now, and we got the paperwork at school tonight saying they start tomorrow. So, uh, like I said, parents so of the year—we did didn't even—we did not even know when school was starting. So, good thing we went to the open house tonight, or we would have been had an absentee the first day. I
0: think <laughs> maybe the first five, you know, right? Is that a dinosaur to your left, sir? <laughs> to
1: my left? <laughs> uh, yes, yes, it is. Yes, it is. It would be a
0: dinosaur. Um, all right, so uh, I think first things first. Tonight is the Hall of Fame game, so it kicks off the NFL season. Of course, it's the preseason. No one cares. Not many guys that most of us care about are playing tonight. However, the Raiders are winning twenty to nothing with five twenty-nine left in the third. No one has scored since halftime. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran the ball five times for thirty yards. Pretty sure that's sms mess starter. I don't think we'll see him the rest of the preseason.
1: Oh, yeah, I saw a comment on that, but first I was watching Vlad. Vlad Jr. just went deep three-run dinger, baby. All right, uh, the guy that Blades now thinks is overrated and no good at baseball. I'm but not- anyway, back back to the Raiders. Yeah, so.
0: Zinger yeah, was the rookie, at, I believe. And yeah. He's carried the ball 10 times for 39 yards. Yeah,
1: they've all looked good, but who cares? It's the Hall of Fame game. I don't know, and Jacobs also had two receptions, so you're talking seven touches. Uh, yeah. For for some unknown unknown reason, I was kind of fooling uh, around on the on our text thread trying to get Luke uh, LTG going by saying that you know yeah. he's not guaranteed a starting job and the the rookies. I, I
0: knew that's exactly what you were doing. Uh, uh, now,
1: with that said, I I, st- I don't actually love Jacobs. I, he's, he, I he was he will certainly be the starting running back,
0: but I like um, I like him more than any Bills running back coming out of camp, unless one of them pull ahead here although it has been rumored that Cook is a very good but who hasn't It's that second week get the preseason
1: yes that's how it tends to go but I did not watch one second of the Hall of Fame game it is surprising <laughs> that Jacobs is playing but you know
0: Kenyon Drake has carried the ball five times for nine yards so I assume <laughs> he'll be on a new team soon
1: that seems about, seems about right
0: Drake's, Drake's, a, Drake's a third down guy well, yeah, I mean, he's just the guy that touched the ball in the backfield. He uh, has zero catches, though, for zero yards, even zero. He hasn't even been targeted.
1: Well, who's Jared Stidham? Who's well, yeah, the- it was
0: Stidham then Nick Mullins. So I think he was the guy that was in uh, Green Bay behind ah. uh, Aaron Rodgers.
1: Also, was he on the Niners for a season or two? I he might have like-
0: been, yeah. And Jacksonville went with Jay Lutton and K. Slaughter. Can't say I've ever heard either of them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, nobody has.
0: I don't. I don't know if Jacksonville played anybody. I uh, maybe the Arms, Armstead running back. I think that's it. Oh, and uh, Laquan Treadwell has one catch for three yards. That burner from Minnesota back in the day.
1: Yeah, he was a hot commodity back in the day. That
0: <laughs> he was a high draft pick, I believe.
1: Didn't quite pan out. Well, is that the show? Should we get out of here? Is that, is that the show?
0: <laughs> uh, had, we did stay on the preseason game for six and a half minutes. Well, we did talk about your, your daughter's school starting tomorrow. Um, School for us this year is kind of uh, exciting. Uh, Ella, my, my stepdaughter, is going to be a senior. Okay. And my son is going into seventh grade. So both kind of, you know, those. Um,
1: Scary times.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean. I wish my son was going to be a senior because then I can move south sooner. But I like this. All
1: oh, right. Moving next door to McCarty. I like it. Could I mean, if South I'd...
0: Carolina is close to I mean. Boo. <laughs> although I, I do believe Myrtle Beach is a little closer than Canada, Big, New York. So
1: It is. It is. Myrtle Beach.
0: Yeah, that's probably where we're going to end up.
1: Guy's already looking to retire on the beach.
0: Uh, I'm just looking to buy oceanfront property and rent it out until I can move down there and hopefully have it pretty close to paid off and then go down there. But, uh, so the baseball trade deadline happened, happened this week. Sure uh, did. Any, any surprising moves? I, I can tell you my biggest surprise, but let's hear if you have anything that was surprising first.
1: Oh, let me try and remember what all happened. Obviously, the, the, the big one was Soto.
0: Yeah.
1: So just kind of, I guess, breaking down that one at first. Uh, I know we talked about it. You, you liked it for the Padres. I mean, sorry, not for the Padres, for, not the, the, for, the for Washington. For Washington.
0: And I think I didn't like it like for the Padres. I mean, if you're going to lose a guy, though, I think they did pretty well.
1: Yeah, you got Gore, uh, who I think uh, will be good for Gore. Obviously, you're going away from a team that wins a lot to a team that does not. However, you know, Gore will get his chance next year to be a full time rotational starter. He looked pretty good this year when he was with the Padres, but that was during some injuries. And the bottom line is, he wasn't going to, they were going to limit his innings near the end of the year anyway, and he was not going to continue to be a starter. Plus, the Padres seem to be doing what uh, Dodgers and, and some of these other teams are doing now. They're just, they're just going to go out and buy their starting pitching. So a guy like Gore is probably always going to be stuck either at the back of the rotation or in the bullpen. So, I do like that for him, he'll go to Washington and he'll he'll get his chance to, to be a starter. And he did look good at, at times this year. Of course, you get CJ Abrams, it's probably the biggest name in the deal. Uh so that's yeah. good for good for Washington. Well, Hassel's he a he is it.
0: he is their number one prospect from last year. Hassel's their number one prospect from this year. Mm-hmm. Continue on. Yeah, I don't
1: I don't know much about Hassel to be honest. I know a lot more about Abrams than I did Hassel. Uh, but I did see. Yeah, he's pretty highly touted prospect, so that's good. Uh, what they got Voight, which is they got fine. Boy, which they is they fine. Got Gore. They'll, they'll they'll move Voight next year at some point or in, in the off season, I imagine. But
0: yeah, I don't know if my my uh, meme ever said about Voight. He uh, said the F word approximately two thousand three hundred forty seven times in ten minutes after the trade. went down.
1: yeah, he probably would going from San Diego to. Washington, and they got Bell. They they got Bell too, right? So, which is definitely pretty. That's definitely an upgrade for them at at first. So, I just what I said was probably in the long run, yes. If Abrams pans out, if Hassel pans out, Washington probably wins it. But it's a no doubt move you make if you're the Padres, and I still don't. I still don't completely agree with moving Soto. I just don't. I don't think any of those guys they got. Are going to be anywhere close to the type of player Soto is, and Soto is still what twenty three years old.
0: I mean, twenty three. Although I don't know if he was twenty six,
1: uh, maybe, but he's still as young as these other guys.
0: I don't know if Soto's going to end up signing long term to San Diego either,
1: though. Well, if he if he doesn't and San Diego doesn't win, then obviously that would be a bad move for San Diego. If San Diego wins and he doesn't, I think you still call it a good deal. Yeah, I mean, if if, 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 they if win, you do, win a title, yeah. and of course. You know, if they can sign them, sign long term, that'll be the big thing. But I get Still, why I, I get why Washington. I mean, th- he wasn't going to sign there, so
0: he wasn't. No. I mean, they offered him just about eight eight different deals, including what was it, fifteen years at four hundred and forty million or something like that. I mean, and yeah. he said no. So, and then of course they also got two other top fifteen uh, Padres. Pr- I didn't realize the Woodkid was rated as high as he is. He's rated as number three Padres prospect. And then the Susanna guy is number 15. And that doesn't even take into consideration Gore, who was a top-ten prospect entering the 2021 season. Of course, he has pitched in the majors enough now where he's not considered a prospect anymore. But I think Gore is really what pushed that deal over the top for me. And then if they get anything back in return for Boyd in the offseason, I think that that's just a bonus.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can't argue it. Uh What else? Dodgers got Gallo, which you know, Blades is super excited about. I, I tried. I tried. I like Gallo, so I hope he does well. I tried explaining to Blades that he's going from a pretty, where he should have been able to hit home runs somewhat on a regular. And he did. I mean, last year he hit a bunch. I, I get it. But, he struggled this year, and he's going to a hitter's park. In all honesty, I don't think he gives the Dodgers much of anything. Um, but
0: The thing that surprised me about this is, I mean, he did hit 34 home runs last year. He was a gold glover and all-star, and he got traded for some guy that most baseball people don't know. Uh, Clayton Beater, a right-handed pitcher from the Dodgers you know, prospect pool, and not – I mean, he was the number fifteen Dodgers prospect last year.
1: I believe he was. I want to say he was a first round pick, though. He was a pretty he's high a draft pick.
0: He's a twenty-three year old though, and he was picked uh, in twenty twenty as a competitive balance round traffic. So because of that, I believe he was a first rounder because of they they earned that that first rounder through someone that they lost.
1: But yeah, I don't. I mean, the move is fine for both. It doesn't really – it's fine. Uh, You know, the Dodgers – we just talked about it with the Padres. The Dodgers have multiple pitching prospects that are ahead of Beater, and they've got more behind them. And the bottom line is the Dodgers go out and buy their starting pitchers. So, you know, it's a gamble that that I don't mind them taking. Uh, You know, it's a bit of a – if you're if you're trying to keep up with what the Padres did, obviously you fell way short of if, if Gale is your main your main get, but but I don't hate it.
0: Yeah, I think the thing that surprised me most about the Dodgers is how quiet they were during the trade deadline. Not that they're bad, not that they needed to make a big splash, but the fact that the Padres got Juan Soto and Josh Bell and the Dodgers big get was a guy who has less hits and Aaron Judge has home runs at this point in the season. Um, I think was the Dodgers a Dodger, little surprising to I me.
1: Mean. Dodgers I think made their big move. It was just before the season when they got Freddie Freeman. I mean that was their big move. And I don't think they were going to be able to offer a package prospect wise that they would be willing to give up like uh, like the Padres did. So that's that's why they uh, lost out.
0: So the Red Sox benefited from the Padres deal. They got Eric Hosmer for two prospects and some cash, um, and the Padres are paying all of Eric Hosmer's deal, basically. I think he's owed $45 million, and they're paying about $44.5 million.
1: Not bad. What were some of the other trades?
0: All right, let's see here. Phillies acquired Syndergaard from the Angels for... Mickey Moniak and Jadil Sanchez. Now, Mickey Moniak, of course, was the number one overall pick in the 2016 draft. Yeah, really and only appeared of in 47 major league games for the Phillies. And he hit 129 of one home run and 105 plate appearances. So, Syndergaard going to the Phillies. Um I think the thing that set off to me about this deal is, of course, Noah Syndergaard once stole the Philly Fanatics golf cart and drove away from the Philly <laughs> Fanatics. That he was running, screaming, I believe he felt that.
1: That's funny. Well, I mean, it's probably a fine move for Philly if they think they're still in it. You add a starting pitcher. Syndergaard's been okay this year. Nothing exceptional, but at least he's healthy. I'd probably uh, he's, be a
0: little bit better in the NL than the
1: AL. He is nothing like the the Thor of a couple of years ago, but. Philly, man, they've, they've swung and missed on some draft picks between that guy you just yeah, mentioned man, that, man. that I've never even heard of.
0: Mickey Manny. I, uh, I, I remember when he got drafted, he was very highly touted. But, yeah, he hasn't right. amounted anything.
1: Bryson Stott's still young, but he hasn't looked great so far. Alec Baum hasn't yeah. panned out or done anything yet. They've, a couple guys like that recently with it, that aren't making a mark. But
0: the thing that stinks for Philly is really I think any team in their position would have drafted any of these guys and they just haven't panned out, whether it's the pressure of Philadelphia or whatever the case may be. Uh, the next move surprised me a little bit. So the Twins acquired Tyler M- Molle, uh from the Reds for three prospects. And, of course, they added Jorge Lopez, the uh, Orioles' closer, earlier in the day. Um, for Male, they gave up their number seven prospects, their number 18 prospects, and number 23 prospects.
1: It's fine. I mean, the Twins, what they're leading the division right now by a couple games over, surprisingly, Cleveland, I think. So, and I feel like they've been looking for that fifth starter, fourth, fifth guy, a little bit of depth all year. Uh, between injuries and whatnot, they seem to rotate those last couple guys between the minors and, and call ups and guys like Smeltzer. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, you know, if. If uh, well, not Penate anymore, I guess he's in Detroit, but they just have, have do, doesn't seem like they've had that a fourth or fifth guy that they can count on, so I guess that's what they're hoping to get out of Molly. Uh,
0: the next one is the Braves acquire uh, Iglesias from the Angels for Jesse Chavez and Tucker Davis, and of course, they do this after they traded uh Will Smith to the Astros for Jake Odorizzi.
1: Will Smith's been a mess this year. I guess that's why they weren't comfortable with that. Uh, Jensen, uh, I don't know what the timeline right now is for Jensen. Of course, he went out again with that irregular heartbeat. That's that's happened a couple of times in his career now. And so I don't know if they're worried that that may go on longer than they initially thought it was going to. Uh, of course, Minter's been doing okay, closing, but you had you another guy like Iglesias that can close games. He can
0: close or set up.
1: You got – Who was the other one you mentioned there? Uh, Odorizzi. Yeah, it was
0: Odorizzi and Will Smith. A couple of underachievers really were traded for one another. Yeah, and I don't
1: mind that for them. Uh, They've had decent pitching. There was actually when I saw that trade, they said that the thought was Odorizzi will replace Anderson and they're going to send Anderson down to AAA or put him in the bullpen. I don't see that happening. Uh, I just don't think you can already be giving up on Anderson like that. I know it's been a bad year, but you're not – Why bench him for Odorizzi, who is an average pitcher? Now, Odorizzi has played pretty well since he came back from injury this year for Houston. I think he can be that fifth or or, uh, either a spot starter guy or a sixth guy when you're going with with six, but definitely wouldn't move Anderson for him. And then they also picked up, it might have been a different deal, but I know they got Robbie Grossman as well in Atlanta, which I think is a sneaky, sneaky good little play for them. You know, he's only going to hit against – righties, but I think he gives you a little depth, especially come around playoff time. He's had a down year, but last couple of years before that, he's, you know, fantasy-wise, he's a 3-8 kind of hitter. He hit the ball.
0: And That's one of those moves that Atlanta likes to do, kind of under the radar type deals. All right, a couple more deals I want to mention here. Uh, this one broke my heart. Um, the Blue Jays acquired second baseman outfielder Whitmerry from the Royals for Samad Tyler and Max Castillo. This broke my heart because I think this is just another – uh, another sign that Craig Biggio might be on his way out of Toronto at some point. Um, and of course I like Craig Biggio. I love his dad. And you mean, you mean so, Kevin? Yeah. Yes. Craig was his dad. Yes. So Kevin's time could be short lived in Toronto, whether he goes to the minors or he's DFA'd or whatever the case may be.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was short lived before that deal. So it's, it's definitely short lived now. Although um, he's playing, He's playing tonight. So,
0: the uh the next deal surprised me more than any other deal that, that happened on the trade deadline day trade deadline day. The Cardinals acquired left-handed pitcher Jordan Montgomery from the Yankees for outfielder Harrison Bader and a player to be named or cash. Um yeah. I, I understand the Yankees got Montas, but how do you give up Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader who no needs to cut his hair and why do I have to see Jordan Montgomery the next several years in St. Louis? Because St. Louis will make him right. They'll re-sign him to a team-friendly deal, and he will be just making this horrible AAA Cubs team look even worse than it is.
1: Was Montgomery having a decent year or no?
0: He was okay. Not as good as last year, but he was he was having an okay year. Yes.
1: So I get that you have that you got Montas, which is a great great pickup for the Yankees and a great pickup for Montas especially his fantasy value, but the, uh, you could have, you know, you've, you've got Domingo German starting there in New York right now. And he's looked like he typically does, which could be bumped from the rotation at any time. So, you know, did you, did you need to trade Montgomery? Cause you know, German at some point could be bumped out, uh, you, they've had been pretty lucky this year with not having injuries. But if you have an injury and you've got Montgomery there, that's just more starting depth. So yeah, to get Bader, who is currently injured, and I don't think
0: going back back until he,
1: September or late August.
0: He's injured, hitting 256 with five home runs and fifteen steals in mm-hmm. seventy two games.
1: And he had a decent year last year in St. Louis, but uh, like you're saying, I guess it's because they're. I mean, right now they're starting guys like. What Hicks and Matt Carpenter and I mean, so I, I can see why they want to get a little uh, better defensively in the Matt out-
0: Carpenter's almost five ppg per game though. Uh, I
1: know, I know, it's nuts. <laughs> but uh,
0: so, and as far as Montgomery goes, he's pitching. He's pitched 114 and two thirds innings this year with a three six nine ERA and ninety seven strikeouts in the AL East. It's not terrible. Yeah, I mean, so in, in the NL Central where you get to play the Cubs and the Reds. And the Pirates. Uh that's like a two eight nine ERA with hundred and twenty strikeouts and hundred and fourteen innings essentially is so, what well, that equates to. Yeah. Uh looking through this, David Robinson to the Phillies for Ben Brown, who's a prospect. Uh Michael Fomer to the ti- Um to the Twins from the Tigers for Sawyer Gibson Long. Nothing there. Brandon Drury from the Reds uh to the Padres for Victor Um Castada. Uh, Drury of course came out Hit hit a grand slam in his first game With the Padres Cleared the bases Um, The Phillies acquired Brandon Marsh For Logan O'Hop from the
1: Angels That was an interesting one to me Only because You know the Angels aren't Doing anything this year Mm -hmm. And Marsh is a guy That again he might be 23 Maybe 24 at the most But a guy that you've rumored to, you know, all we've heard last couple of years is Marsh and Adele are basically the future outfield of the Angels, and so you move Marsh for not a ton. Uh, I, so I, I don't know. It's just kind of an odd move, I guess. If they're going to trade, I don't know why they're, they're trading away their young guys that that are, have a little bit of draft stock. Yeah, I personally
0: think they probably should have traded away Otani oh. and Trout. They'd have been better off. That was loud. Um, uh, yeah, the phone fell um, literally four and a half inches, and it sounded like a bomb dropping from the balcony. Um, this trade surprised me a little bit. So the Blue Jays acquire Anthony Bass, right-handed pitcher, and Zach Pop, right-handed pitcher from the Marlins, for uh, shortstop Jordan Groshans. And, of course, Groshans was a top-level prospect for quite a while in Toronto. Wasn't really given a, a, a full shot there. Um mostly because Bo Bichette is ahead of him. But I was I was pretty surprised by, by this deal. He's still the number 82 prospect. He's only 22.
1: Well, you've also got Martin uh, – not Marteo. What's the other Martin? The other shortstop prospect there. Uh, I don't know. One of those shortstop prospects. But So I think there's just kind of might be a little bit of a log jam there at shortstop, so maybe that's why they made that move.
0: Yeah, I mean I can't hate on it too much because I don't know the their full thing. I just remember Girl Shans being a pretty big prospect for quite a while. Um you know, I don't know if there's any other deals that are really completely worth mentioning. I mean
1: I doubt it. Or most of those were Brett
0: Phillips to the Orioles for cash from the Rays. I mean, that's, a, <laughs> yeah. that's a pretty big one. The Mets acquired Michael Gibbons from the Cubs for Saul, Saul Gonzalez. And Michael Gibbons went out last night, pitched two thirds of innings, gave up five runs on like six hits.
1: All right. Well, I, uh,
0: <laughs> hang on, hang on. The Blue Jays acquired your boy, right-handed pitcher Mitch White. And Alex De Jesus. Oh, yeah. From the Dodgers for Nick Frasso and Moises Brito. What Here a blockbuster. <laughs> what a blockbuster.
1: I like this for Mitch White. He's going to go in there and get a couple of starts and still strip comes back and then go back to the minors. Perfect. That's great. Oh, but <laughs> the uh, uh, Castillo uh, to the Mariners is a big one.
0: Yeah, I mean, got that one because I think that happened a little before the actual deadline, right? A day or that, two,
1: maybe. Yeah, it was around the same time as the Monta stuff. Yeah, but, but that's probably enough. Well, that's probably enough. Yeah, about I mean, that was, that was probably
0: a good ten minutes on on the trade deadline. Uh, of course, the um, the fantasy football drafts are Saturday night, which we'll be back podcasting. did we have any more deals since last week and the last time we yeah. talked?
1: Yeah, we've had a few. Let's see here. Let me pull up. Um, we've had a few because this one guy that's in our leagues hasn't done anything. All of a sudden, is just making deals left and right.
0: Terrible deals. With them.
1: Um, just <laughs> benefiting the league. So let's see. When we were, when were we on here? last so, uh,
0: Monday, August first. Uh, I'm I'm in Finger Lakes, Gridiron. Um, he traded. Swift and Jefferson for T Marshall, Cooper Cup, Aaron Jones, pick 210 and pick 39.
1: Yes, this was to
0: You've got Swift and Jefferson for Marshall, Cup, Jones, the 20th and the 29th pick in, in the upcoming draft on Saturday night. Your thoughts on your own deal, sir.
1: Uh, you know, I loved this. Uh, look, you give me a, arguably top two dynasty wide receiver and probably top five dynasty running back. Granted, I'm losing Cooper Cup, but this is dynasty. So I would trade uh, – in a dynasty, I would trade Cooper Cup for – to get Jefferson all day, every day. So to uh, to get Swift for – you know, Marshall is just kind of a throw-in. I've got too many – He's I like Marshall, but chances are he, he might not have even made the team. Um, you know, pick 20 and 29, whatever. Aaron Jones I like a lot too. I think he has a really good year because uh, Rodgers doesn't have a whole lot of wide receivers to throw to. I think Jones is going to get a lot out of the backfield as he usually does. But still, you, you take Swift for Jones all day. So I like this yeah, a lot. I, I,
0: I'll be honest, for the next year or two, I can see it being a pretty even trade. Mm-hmm. Um, but long-term, being this is dynasty, you want to steal handstone
1: and And with all these ones that you know, I just sent these out there. There was no counter. No, He just hit accept, and he's obviously trying to win now. I don't know if that means, like, because he's in multiple leagues, and he seems to be making win-now deals. So maybe he plans on doing this one year and then leaving the league. I, I don't really – I don't understand his mindset on these trades, but good for him for, for going for it.
0: <laughs> um, I'm looking for another one that happened to speak. Um, there was.
1: There was the same team. Uh, Pat's Mafia gave Suga, Javante Williams. um,
0: Which league are you in?
1: Gridiron. Same league.
0: No, the same league.
1: Yeah, he gave.
0: I I just ignored that one, must be.
1: He gave Suga, Javante Williams, Jalen Hurts, Michael Pittman for Lamar Jackson. Pick 110, Damian Harris, and Mike Williams.
0: So uh, I think this really comes down to. Williams, um, Jay Williams, that is. If you believe he is going to be as good as most dynasty rankings I think he is, I think that mafia lost his deal by a lot. Although I hate Jalen Hurts, no matter what all the rankings say or my co-host says. Um, I don't know. He's top 20 dynasty quarterback, to be quite honest. Well, at least if
1: he's, if, he's moved up for you. That's good.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, he was he was what number number twenty one I think before he might be twenty now. Um,
1: I moved him up to six.
0: Yeah, and, I mean a lot of people have and Lamar Jackson though is pretty close to that same ranking. Uh, some have Lamar Jackson in the top five. Uh, he is a Patriots fan, so I think Harris probably helped that deal get done. I love Michael Pittman. Um,
1: yeah, so. I- Lamar and Jalen are, you know, Lamar's better. I mean, Lamar has more upside, I think, or at least has done it for longer and has the, like, again, Jalen Hurts could have a bad year and he's not a starting quarterback next year. Lamar could have a bad year. He's going to be the starter in Baltimore. Is yeah. there? So he's he's got that staying power. So he's definitely more valuable than Jalen. But they could put up similar numbers at the end of the day. Uh, Michael Pittman over Mike Williams all day, any day. Yeah. In a dynasty league, and Javante Williams and Damon, Damian Harris is not even close. Uh, I mean, Javante Williams is a top five running back in most rankings you look at. Where Damian Harris, he might not even be the starter. Ramondae Stevenson, they said, is getting a lot of the first mm-hmm. um, teamwork in camp, and so and it's the Patriots. They're going to go with a hot hand. I, I think Harris will be decent, but Javante Williams is mm-hmm. shoulders. So to get to have to give him one pick one ten to get it. Uh, yeah, this is a really good deal for Suga, I thought.
0: I agree. Now, if you flip-flopped Harris and Williams' teams and Harris was on Denver and Williams was in New England, then I'd say it went the other way. Because I think Harris is every bit as talented as Williams. I just think that Harris being in New England where they're going to go with a hot hand every single time probably hurts him quite a bit.
1: Harris, is he's been good.
0: I mean, I watched him live last year running – I'm muck on the
1: bills. So. so if we go over to 12 Angry Men, and I'm just going there next, because so once I saw that trade, I saw Damian Harris. I saw what he took. You know, he's, he's name Pets Mafia. He seemed to really like Damian Harris. So I looked immediately looked at my rosters in every league to see if I had Damian Harris somewhere. And sure enough, I had him in 12 angry men. So I sent a deal over immediately, which within five minutes he accepted. And again, not a bad win. Now deal for him. He is getting Travis Kelsey, but I gave up Travis Kelsey, Damian Harris and Rondell Moore for Kyle Pitts and miles Sanders. Miles Sanders really was just to add in there to have a running back. This really comes down to, to Pitts for, for Kelsey Harrison Moore, to be honest, but
0: I'm going to be quite honest. I, I like this deal for him. Um, uh, mostly because I am an Eagles hater, even though I am currently, as we speak, working on a potential deal to get an Eagles player in one of the leagues. Um, oh, I, don't,
1: I don't care about Sanders. I don't think he gives me anything. Like I said, I uh, he was a droppable player to me. I, this is all about Pitts to me. He's the number one dynasty tight end by a long shot. I don't think Kelsey's even close, so I was okay doing it.
0: Yeah, but I think Kelsey over the next few years outscores Pitts, especially because I mean Marcus Mariota is Pitts' quarterback for this year at least mm-hmm. for now. Um, and I think Harris is better than Sanders. And I think Moore right now is the number one receiver in Arizona at least to start the season. Now that you got Brown in trouble, you got Hopkins suspended six games. Yeah, Moore will be uh, okay. And, and Kyler Murray is under contract, so. Like I, either you like Kyle Pitts a lot more than than I do, or I uh, I, I didn't understand your full thinking here. Although I, I do understand that Harris is probably in the timeshare. Well, well it's probably a number three when the dust settles.
1: I'm, I'm looking at it as Harris will never start for me within that league. Moore will never start for me. Even not, not even as a flex. Um, Sanders won't start for me either. Uh, I do like Sanders more than Harris, so I don't like Harris like you do. I, Harris has third round draft stock. He's been decent in New England, but I'd still like Sanders' upside, um, given where he was drafted. And but again, it just came down to yeah. I would say if you, I would in a in a dynasty startup draft, I would take Kyle Pitts probably fourth overall. I would I would you know Taylor Jefferson Chase and Pitts. I think he's a top five. Dynasty player where Kelsey, I put closer to 40 to 50, 50 range in a dynasty league.
0: That's, it. That's crazy. I mean, I wouldn't put Pitts in my top 20. That's fun. Uh, mostly because he's a tight end. And uh, yeah, I
1: just think we, we've seen what Kelsey can do, do having that dominant tight end. And I think Pitts at the end of his career outdoes Kelsey.
0: Yeah, but I think that Kelsey's been able to be that dominant tight end because he has a dominant quarterback or he had a quarterback who was smart in Alex Smith who would go through his progressions and then rely on Kelsey to get him out of jams. Where, where, where You don't know who the quarterback is going to be in Atlanta. Right now it's Marcus Mariota who has proven he can throw for 300 yards one week and then the next week he throws for 96 yards and four interceptions. I think um,
1: they're all but guaranteed the number one pick if they stick with Mariota, which means they're going to get the best quarterback in the draft. So I like it. I like that combination going forward. Yeah,
0: yeah. but at the same time, and, and I I completely understand this, Victor. Your team in that league is ridiculous. But at the same time, I could see Kelsey out scoring pets for the next three, four years, and he could, and not really being that close. He could. But being dynasty league, I understand that as well. The other deal that ended up happening is Brady's house again uh, makes a trade with Noel Falcon Way, uh, J.K. Dobbins, and again Michael Pittman, who I guess Brady's house hates, for Devontae Adams and uh, picks three eight and three ten. So I don't like Dobbins. I love Pittman. Adams is expensive. I thought this was a pretty close deal, but I'd probably give an edge to no Falcon way just because Dobbins is rated pretty high when it comes to the dynasty rankings. He is young, and uh, I love Pittman. And although I don't think Adams is going to suddenly be a number three receiver going to Vegas, I do think he has some drop going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr.
1: Yeah. Again, I get it from Brady's side with what we're seeing, right? He, he's willing to trade away Pitts to get Kelsey. He's willing to, to trade away Pittman Dobbins to get Adams. He's he's trying to win now. So it makes sense from what he's trying to do. I don't like it for him from a dynasty perspective because, um, yes, it's kind of the same thing with with Kelsey. I mean, Adams probably outscores Pittman for the next two, three years. Uh, but then moving forward, Pittman is looking like he could be a top 10 Wide receiver, top top 20 at worst. And then I like Dobbins more than you do. I don't like him a ton either, just because he doesn't catch any passes. So you're really, it's going to be really, um, you know, his points are going to depend on whether or not he can get in the end zone. And, you know, Lamar does a lot of that at the goal line. So he's uh, PPR league, he's down a little bit. Um, but but still, so I, I give the edge here to, to no way. Uh, yeah.
0: Um, I mean, my biggest problem with Dobbins is, is, averaged eleven points per game as a rookie, he looked okay. And then, of course, he was injured all last year.
1: So Brady's house made two other trades in this league on the same day. He was on fire. He did. Uh, he gave Smuts, uh, Devonte Smith, and Jalen Hurts for Kyler Murray.
0: I was fine with this deal for for both sides. Uh, of course, I don't like Hurts, uh, and now that they have Brown um, ahead of Smith. Um, I understand both sides of this, but I was fine with, with Brady's house getting Murray here.
1: Yeah, he gets the more stable and, and, and better quarterback right now. I, I don't know. I probably would have taken it too. Um, Jalen and because. but I like Devontae Smith a lot. I like him more than A.J. Brown in, in a dynasty league, to be honest, uh, just because of the age. Um, but, yeah, it was fine all the way around. And the other one, Oh, LTG. I I thought he just made out right here. He he gives up Derek Henry for Travis Uh, Adian and Villains 2024
0: first. Uh, Yeah, I mean, again, another win-now move for Brady's house because Henry is going to outscore Adian this year, probably by a decent amount as long as he's healthy. Uh, That's if Adian can stay healthy. But getting that 2024 first, which is Vill- Villain's first, Villain is on an eight-year plan here, so his first is going to probably be a top four pick for the next eight years.
1: Um,
0: so, yeah.
1: Uh, I, I don't- uh, he's on an eight-year plan, and he's trading away all of his picks for the next eight years. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't understand – um, and, and some of the so for Brady's house could just be that he doesn't understand how bad Villain is. Um, yeah. You know, being new to the league, I think LTG probably pulled one over on there. Um, And I was late to the party. I tried to make a deal for Pittman. And uh, he liked Adams more than what I offered him for Pittman, which is understandable because I was offering him probably. Probably better pieces, but they weren't necessarily win now pieces. And it appears that's what he's looking for. So, I
1: believe that's all of our football trains.
0: I believe you are right, sir. We are currently 40 minutes into the show. This is just mind blowing. We are on a roll. Um, I mean, I am super pumped that we're doing this on a Thursday. Again, tune in on Saturday. We're going to be doing our draft special. We're going to be doing multiple drafts. <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, I mean, so what time do they start that night? Even nine, right? Nine East. Nine Eastern Standard Time. We have Tecmo Super Bowl. Which you're not even in that league, right?
1: Well, we and, have one of ours is at nine, so I don't know what time that is. but
0: uh, No, one of ours is at nine on the 21st. So... That is. Oh, is it nine thirty? That's a combo. So the first one you're in is nine thirty, but we will be on air nine east um, because we'll do the Tecmo Super Bowl. I will bring you into that, and sounds good. It'll I'll just be exciting.
1: I'll give you my breakdown.
0: Yeah, I mean, so we have that at nine. We have sports fantasies, which is my favorite league, at nine thirty. We have 12 angry men at 10 and finger legs Gridiron kicking off at 10 45 Eastern standard time. <laughs> um, so four people will attend that draft is my guess.
1: That'd be good. Cause then those picks kind of slide down, down.
0: I should probably go and get some picks in that league. asap. Um, so that's what we're we'll doing then. the 21st, which is a Sunday. We have the football, baseball combo draft at 9 PM Eastern. Uh, so yeah, I mean, some exciting stuff coming down the uh, the pipeline. As far as Hungary goes, I mean, my my team has been dominating, and suddenly is struggling to beat Cambridge.
1: Cambridge has been a tough out.
0: All right, Was that it? Yeah, a good, I good, mean, a good we, show. yeah, I mean, we we've got to be close to done. I did give me some ground up on Cambridge, only down twenty three now. Um. So yeah, I, I think that we can wrap this up, and I can get to bed at a decent time. And uh,
1: I want to circle back to you know we started with baseball. I want to give you one one stat here. Uh, the Angels today tied a record, hitting seven solo home runs, and yet still lost the game. That's the state <laughs> the state of the Angels right now.
0: Lost <laughs> <The, almost> eight <laughs> the, to seven. Did Trout no time each hit one?
1: rhetorical oh, well, yeah. because
0: I know Charles not playing.
1: Otani a, a hit two, I believe.
0: Um, That Otani trade could come back to haunt me for years.
1: It could. It could. All right.
0: All right. Well, hey, this was a good time, McCarty. I'm, I'm glad you agreed to do it. Uh, we got under out of here in under an hour, which is pretty impressive for us. That's what happens when we don't have an actual agenda. So... We'll be back Saturday night for some draft mania, and uh, who knows what will happen Saturday night? Maybe we'll uh, get a guest or something in here.
1: Yep, and I still forgot to load our show outro, so we're gonna leave you with this. <laughs> <laughs>